0: I do think it's, it's one of those things that we need to get really clear of as we look to 10X their business. Which one are we gonna do and commit to that lane?
1: What is the outcome that they want that I can help them to achieve? And then looking back to help them achieve that, what is the fastest way that I can help them achieve that? My name is Samantha Riley, and this is the podcast for coaches, course creators, and experts who want to grow their influence, income, and impact to take their coaching business to a million dollars and beyond. We're going to share the latest business growth, marketing, and leadership strategies, as well as discussing how you can use your human design to create success in business and life inside and out. Create the influence, income and impact you need to build your business so you can create your ideal lifestyle. It's time to make a difference and scale up. This is the Influence by Design podcast. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. Super happy to be here and being joined again by my Thursday co-host, Tim Hyde. Back for another week. How are you, Tim?
0: Uh, Good, good. We've just been discussing off here intermittently fasting and whether intermittent fasting counts between 11 p.m. and 7 (laughs) a.m.
1: I'm voting for zero intermittent fasting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think the answer is probably no. But uh,
1: (laughs) anyway moving right along to today's topic today we're
0: going to do a bit more of a deep dive into a topic that we raised last week with 10xing your business and some of the things that you need to do and I know Sam we were having this conversation around simplification and and Mm -hmm. getting really clear about what it is that you're doing and how you're going to go and uh, do what it is that you do right Mm -hmm. and I wanted to have a sort of just a bit of exploration around business models. Now, we've often talked about this idea of this hybrid model. And, and mm-hmm. if you've been following the podcast for a while, you'd know that we talk about it's not a DIY thing, which we see a lot of coaches and consultants get into this DIY space and, and like, here's my course, just go and do it. But we don't see great completion rates. Mm-hmm. The other end of the scale is potentially sort of in that you know, the agency Sort of end of things where it's all done for you, mm-hmm. and then the, in you know, this middle ground. But I, th- I do think it's, it's one of those things that we need to get really clear of as we look to ten x their business. Which one are we going to do, and you know, commit to that lane? Isn't it?
1: Absolutely. I've been talking about hybrid models for years. I think the first time I ever spoke to, or spoke from stage on hybrid models was back in I think 2016. So it's been a little while because I could see that the completion rates of online courses was very low. I could see that there was an issue with the done for you model. I have a lot of agency owners in my network and you could see they were burning out. They were just working so hard to deliver and there's just such a beauty with the done with you in that you're able to not just leverage your time which is what we all want to do and that's obviously where the diy comes into it but when we're doing it with our clients we're able to get such better results for them faster so you know that's why i love the done with you hybrid model
0: yeah look i would agree and that's something that I've committed to this year, almost a hybrid between done with you and a little bit of agency stuff. But certainly I've noticed as I reflected on 2020 and 2021 in the planning process that I went through last year was that I found that my growth was getting stunted a little bit because I didn't really get great clarity in myself about what my delivery model was. Mm-hmm. So we were doing a little bit of coaching, we were doing a little bit of here's some software and away you go, and we do a little bit of done for you. And as a result of that, we weren't really owning any particular one space. Mm. And I think in many respects, that actually almost translated in their language to customers that they were going, I don't really know what you do either.
1: Yeah, super interesting. And when your customers don't know what you do, they don't feel safe enough to reach out and say, hey, Tim, can we work with you? Or, hey, anyone, can we work with you? For someone to reach out and ask to work with you, they need to feel confident and safe that you can deliver the outcome that they are looking for.
0: More importantly, I think, Sam, as well, is is that it has to match what they're looking for. Right? Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're working in the DIY space and you've got a course and that's what you deliver, be confident about that you will attract people who want to do do it yourself mm-hmm. right if you owning this in this hybrid model is done with you model where there's a little bit of back and forth and iteration you'll attract people who want that little bit of extra support and as a result of that you'll find that your sales become a little bit more effortless because you know again we talked about that confidence that you know, someone's confident that you can deliver how they need it to be delivered
1: mm Totally. So Tim, you mentioned that you weren't very clear because you were doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Can you very quickly walk us through what the process was for you to get clarity on exactly what it was that you did? What What did you have to do to make that transition into being really sure about your business model?
0: Oh, I think the first thing is stop banging my head against the wall.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good start. It, it, it is,
0: but it, it, it's that some um... Look, you know, again, people who are following the podcast regularly will will know. I talked a lot about burnout last year, and I know that I was getting to that point, certainly my wife, mm-hmm. you know, in her business experience had a breakdown and, and that sort of, you know, almost brought it home to me even more. I've always worn this armor of invincibility.
1: In my mm-hmm. business owners, mm-hmm.
0: it's part of the ego of who it is that I am as a business owner. Yeah. That, you I'm know, different, I am, I am invincible, right? <laughs> and sort of bringing it really close to home almost made me more aware of that and actually start to look at you know, I probably can't continue the way I'm continuing if I'm going to get to where I wanted to want to go. And mm-hmm. in many ways, I think that sort of time out of the business to go like what is this thing like? what do i want this thing to look like what do i want my engagement with this thing to look like and a recognition that i am not my business mm. as well as, as was part i think an important part of the foundation of that process mm-hmm. to me that's the first step but again it's that being honest with yourself having the real conversation about you know yes i could ride this brocking bonco bucking bronco you know and it can be hard all the way or I can be a bit calmer, approach it with more clarity and probably get there quicker and faster. But the first mm. piece for me is always that step back. What is this going to look like? What's my relationship going to look like? Is that going to deliver what I want mm. uh, and, and for my family? And then... You know that's the foundation and then if it's if it is great if it's not you need to look at what are the steps you need to do to change that what who do who do i need to be to change that what what do i need to do differently to to get that different outcome
1: mm, i think it's one side of it is definitely what do you want your life to be like how do you want to be showing up in your business how many hours do you want to be working all of those logistics that you're talking about but on the other side is really thinking through the eyes of your dream client or your ideal client and thinking, what is the outcome that they want that I can help them to achieve? And then looking back to help them achieve that, what is the fastest way that I can help them achieve that? And I think that thinking through that and then layering on top, how do I want to be showing up? You know, do I want to be working five days a week? Probably not, can I do this in three days a week that sounds great and then mapping out well, what does that look like and I, I think that you need to have sort of both of those conversations layered over the top of each other
0: yeah yeah look I'm, for me I you know as a result of that process I largely arrived at is is an agency model for me you know and and whilst it's still a done with you a lot of done with you work with our clients because we're sort of iterating and we're just unpacking people's customer journey as we go not rather than dictating and saying this is what it's going to be you know you're stuck with it we unpack people's customer journey as we start to build in the systems to their business that they haven't necessarily looked at before it doesn't need to be me in my business the person who's doing that Mm. You know, and historically it has been me and I've delivered everything and I've done the sales calls and I've done this. And whilst I've had a team to help in a couple of different areas, like they've done my social media and they've done podcast, you know, arranging podcast interviews and all sorts of stuff. Largely, it's been me, the person doing the business. Mm. But if I want to 10x that, that can't be me. It has to be somebody else. And I've got to own the CEO role to help someone else become, you know, a clone mm. of me. Absolutely. Or I've got to appoint someone else as the CEO so I can do the thing that I love and they've got to replicate me for other parts of the business, Mm you know, that, that I don't want to do.
1: And I know a few people that actually have stepped out of the CEO role and put in a paid CEO into that. So, you know, that's possible too. I think that it's really, really important as the business owner to think, how do I want to be working? Because you really do have the ability to create whatever you want. If you don't want to be the CEO, then pay someone else to do it. But that's probably another another conversation. Today, we were definitely talking about business models. It does you know, relate back to what we were talking about last week, which is 10X in your business. If you haven't listened to that episode, definitely go back and have a listen. We'll pop the link in the show notes below so you can go back. But Yeah, have a look. How do you want your business to be? Do you want it to be DIY and have more time to yourself, but less people going through your program? Do you want it to be done for you totally like the agency model where you're trading time for money? Or do you want to consider a done with you model, more hybrid model where you're able to, you know, be able to show up a little less, but still get your clients really, really great results?
0: Yeah, and we know it works, right? Because I know Sam, you've done, 100%. You, you know, you've yep. been really clear on your delivery model for a couple of years now, and then, and you know, even over all the disruption we've had over the last two years with COVID, you know, we've seen your business absolutely skyrocket because of that clarity and uh, where your, you know, your A game is.
1: Mm. Absolutely. So if you have enjoyed this episode on your smartphone, scroll up to the top, hit the follow or the subscribe, depending on which podcast app you are listening on. And please share this with a friend, someone that you know really wants to grow their business this year and maybe not work so hard or get better results or whatever it is, share this episode with them. And we would love you to drop your takeaways or your aha moments below, and maybe share a little bit about your business Model we might be able to dive into that a little bit deeper on another episode. Tim, thanks so much for joining me again this week. Thanks, Sam, and thank you for listening. We will catch you on the flip side next Tuesday with another episode of Influence by Design. Ciao.